Hi, all of you wonderful scuba divers out there. Welcome to the Scuba Diver Magazine podcast. Uh, This week, a couple of job opportunities uh, if you want to get into the diving industry. Uh, Aggressor liverboards are making liverboards a little bit cheaper, uh, which is always nice to hear. The Swedish Coast Guard is protecting some shipwrecks from looters, and eight free diving world records have been broken at a recent competition. Um, But first, Ghost Fishing UK divers are on on a Shetland net mission, cleaning up some of the shipwrecks up in the Shetland Islands. So this is volunteer divers from Ghost Fishing UK. They're heading to Shetland on a six-day mission to help its fishing community clear giant gill nets that have been abandoned by what are said to be non-UK vessels. From the sixth or uh, sorry, from the sixth to the eleventh of August, the charity will be diving from the Liverpool the Valhalla, which recently carried the technical dive team that identified the deep lane World War One U-boat, the UC fifty five. But Ghost Fishing UK says it's responding to reports from Shetland fishers that the discarded gill nets are catching all kinds of wildlife as well as wasting commercial fishing stocks. Uh, the fish uh, the fishers uh, have been pulling in these nets some weighed down with rocks along with their own nets and they're facing or they faced the difficulties and costs associated with disposing of them uh, and it is really hard to do it from the surface so of course we need scuba divers to get in there and get the job done Uh, a a pressure group called fishing forward uk which has more than three thousand members called on ghost fishing uk trustee christine grossart uh, to see if the charity scuba divers could help them out which they of course obliged the uh, the divers hope to recruit volunteers to help sort and clean recovered ghost gear each evening ready for it to be recycled back on the mainland they're also asking the community to share the location of any fishing gear lost in the 35 meter depth range ghost fishing uk has been clearing fishing gear from around the uk since 2015 recycling it and working in lockstep with fishing communities wherever possible uh, it now has more than 70 scuba diving volunteer members and it's trained to uh, to clear these hazards safely a ghost fishing uk outreach evening in shetland's main town lurick on the 10th of august has already sold out uh, reports grossard uh, we are thrilled that we're going to have a mix of public fishermen divers and conservationists all in one place working towards the same thing uh, it's going to be a groundbreaking evening Northlink Ferries, DFDS Haulage and other companies on Shetland are said to have offered their support and crowdfunding to cover the cost of the boat and the equipment has already reached £17,000 of its £20,000 target. Uh, so if you are interested, uh, yeah, just head over to um, to Ghost Fishing UK's website and, uh, and yeah, see if you can help at all. The next news story is that eight new world records have been set by five freedivers at the peak of their careers at the Vertical Blue competition. No fewer than 38 national records were also set in the course of the nine-day contest for freediving's elite at Dean's Blue Hole in the Bahamas, and almost two-thirds of them were held by uh, or broken by female freedivers. So the Ada Judge competition comprises of four depth disciplines. So you get constant weight, 
constant weight no fins, free immersion and constant weight by fins, so using two fins. Competitors are invited to challenge themselves on six official dives and also to win the vertical blue championship titles for men and women. Day one saw French competitor Arnold Girard, uh, who's 27, break the CWT B, so the constant weight by fins, world record with a 122 meter dive in three minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, his eighth constant weight by fin world record is just one meter deeper than the previous one set two months ago in the Philippines by Alexei Molshinov, uh, who to qualify for Ada Records competes not as a Russian but as an international candidate. On day two, Molshinov achieved a free immersion dive to 133 meters in four minutes and 42 seconds breaking by a cool five meters the previous set record that was set by peter clover uh, the croatian was unable to defend it after being disqualified from vertical blue along with another contestant because of a alleged doping violation i spoke about this a couple of weeks ago there was a bit of a drug scandal in um uh, in the lead up to this, there were some medication found in some of the luggage. Um, and of course, that, that's going through all of the um, uh, the proceedings that has to uh, to go forwards. And on day three, Molchanov also succeeded in his bid for a new constant weight world record, achieving 133 meters in four minutes and 13 seconds. In this case, he broke his own 130 meter world record set five years previously at vertical blue, and this is his 30th world record. On the women's side of things, the next world record came on day five when the women took over proceedings at the top level. Hungarian diver Fatima Korok smashed the free immersion record of Netflix star of the moment Alessia Zecchini by no fewer than four metres with a dive to 102 metres that took her three minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, Zecchini, who had taken the record three times in as many years and held it for as many as four years, um, had been unable to compete at this year's vertical blue. Day six then became overtake Alicia Day, uh, another big name, Alenka Artnik of Slovenia, equaled Zucchini's constant weight bifin record of 109 meters also set earlier this year at secret blue in march arsenic had previously held the record back in 2019 uh, when it was just 92 meters and on the final day arsenic aimed to win the record outright by diving to 111 meters and she did just that and faster than planned in three minutes and 37 seconds Within an hour of Artnik's day six record, Katerina Sadurska uh, from Ukraine had followed up with a new constant weight no fin world record of 76 meters and that was in three minutes and 10 seconds and again it was a Chini losing out as ada record holder in this case by three meters she had held that record since 2018's vertical blue so lots of new world records um besides the headlining uh, sorry headlining world records 38 national records were broken at vertical blue 2023 and female freedivers made their mark with 20 five of those the really big hitters were mexican stars pedro tapla and estrella navarro with six world records between them uruguay's vanessa estol with five 
and Hungary's Fatima Korok and South Africa's Taylor Davidoff, who each set four. Peru's Juan Valdivia broke three records, national records, as did Taiwan's Wen Xiang Huang and Hu Yi Ming between them. With their high points tallies, Tapler and Korok were declared overall winners of Vertical Blue 2023, which was sponsored by Garmin. Uh, full details, results, and video of the competition can be found on the official website. Uh, I'll pop a link to the DiveNet article um, that you can read down in the uh, the links below this video. Good news from Aggressor Adventures, who run liverboards all around the world. Uh, beginning from the 1st of September 2023, Aggressor Adventures is lifting fuel surcharges for guests on its worldwide fleet of scuba excursion yachts and Nile River cruises. This new benefit for Aggressor guests coincides with other potential money-saving offers from Aggressor Adventures, including 40-year anniversary special pricing and a reduction in individual reservation deposits. New individual guest reservations now only require a 20% deposit as opposed to the previous 40% deposit, so you don't have to put quite as much money up front. The payment and deposit policies remain unchanged for group travel. It's only if you're diving individually. The CEO, Wayne Brown, said around the world, all of us have felt the pinch of inflation and impacts our travel uh, decisions. At Aggressor Adventures, we value each and every customer and appreciate them choosing to spend their vacations with us. By eliminating fuel surcharges and providing other money-saving benefits, Aggressor Adventures gives our guests even more reasons to book their adventure of a lifetime and enjoy add-on tours, gear, and photo courses to make their adventure even better. The temporary fuel charges previously collected on board the vessel during the charter will be eliminated unless extenuating circumstances beyond the operator's control require additional charges so it just makes your life a little bit cheaper uh, which is always nice liverboards are great to um to yeah really get as much diving done as possible and get the the better dive sites some of them are a little bit harder to reach especially from a day boat some are actually impossible to reach by day boat um, I, you always see it on um, uh, Thistlegorm. You, you visit it on a liverboard and you, you rock up kind of in the afternoon or something. It depends on the um, uh, on the itinerary. But yeah, you kind of, you cruise up nice and comfortably. You, you relax for a little bit. You go for a dive. You come back out. You have some food and then you dive it again. Um, but the following day, you wake up, you do a morning dive on Thistlegorm and then come like, 11 o'clock or something you look at the horizon you start to see all of these day boats just kind of like racing towards you and they've been going since like the silly hours in the morning um just to get down there but yeah you, you just woke up at a, a comfortable pace and you've you've already dived it two or three times um so yeah liverboards really are the uh, the way to um really experience as much diving and the, the better diving as possible um oh yeah so there's two or at least two new positions at uh, Mike's Dive Store um, that I see advertised. Um, the first one is a deputy store manager with the aim of progressing to full store manager at the, of their Chiswick store. So they, uh, they describe it as the ideal position for someone that wants to go places in the dive industry. We're looking for someone to go that extra mile. This role is application-based only, so please send CV and a cover letter outlining your reasons as to why you think you would be the perfect person to run the largest dive and snorkeling store in the United Kingdom to steve at mikesdivestore.com. 
Um, there's also a full-time sales assistant vacancy at Mike's Dive Store in uh, in Chiswick as well. They're on the hunt for their next customer service hero who loves people, lives and breathes sales, and has experience in a retail environment. Some diving experience, working in or simply enjoying it as a sport is ideal, but at least some snorkeling experience is required at a minimum. Uh, must be willing to undergo diving training. Um, yeah, so they're looking for a, a couple of people to uh, to work at the um, uh, at their London-based dive centre. They also have a full-time remote customer service coordinator vacancy. Um, so, yeah, work from home by the sounds of it, which um, is, is always beneficial. And full-time warehouse assistant vacancy at their um, uh, at their warehouse in Basingstoke. Uh, so if you are interested, you are in the area, uh, you are looking to um, sort of get into the, uh, the, the diving industry as such, learn a bit about um, how the retail size of... Um, scuba diving and the equipment works then um yeah check, check it out you, you can find more if you go to uh, mikesdivestore.com forward slash pages forward slash careers um and yeah just uh, email your um your curriculum vitae and a cover letter to uh, to yeah steve at mikesdivestore.com the next news story comes from Essex, I believe, where a 13-year-old from Hemel Hempstead was overjoyed when he discovered a 10-centimeter-long megalodon tooth on his annual fossil hunting trip with his father. So Ben is an avid fossil fan who also frequents the uh, the Jurassic Coast in search of ancient remnants, wants to become a paleontologist when he grows up, and said that the giant tooth, which is estimated to be from about 20 million to 3.6 million years old, was a great addition to his collection. And I have to agree with him because it's not... Um, uh, like, blackened. You know, you see a lot of megalodon tooth and they're uh, they're black... This is more of a uh, sort of ivory color. It, it hasn't gone that um, that dark black color. Last Sunday, Ben and his father Jason had been fossil hunting at Walton on the Nays after arriving on Friday, the twenty eighth of July, and clocked up an impressive sixteen miles of exploring along the coastline. And yeah, on uh, on Sunday. He found this, um, just the edge of the tooth poking out from under a rock, uh, kind of poked about and, uh, and found that it was this huge uh, megalodon tooth about the size of his hand. And it's in really good condition. So a, a wonderful find. Um, next news story comes from the Baltic and the Swedish Coast Guards are saying that they're getting a really big Baltic problem and they're having to save shipwrecks from looters. And objects are vanishing from historic shipwrecks as sport divers and criminal gangs are looting well-preserved sunken shipwrecks. One of these shipwrecks is the Bodicle, which was built by the English shipbuilder Thomas Day and is believed to have run aground in 1678 and sunk whilst transporting flour to the Swedish naval fleet in Kalmar, um, which is down the coast in uh, southeast Sweden. There's a there's a buoy above it that says stop uh, marine cultural reserve. And thanks to the Baltic's brackish water, it protects the wreck from shipworms. And this 20-meter-long ship remains on the seabed upright and largely intact, uh, full of relics that are still being discovered. And two of its three masks poke up towards the surface in their original position. 
but now Bodical faces a human threat to its existence. Uh, authorities say that it's among thousands of historic shipwrecks across the Nordics that are at risk from plundering. And on a monitoring operation last week, experts shared photographs with The Guardian that show that objects are vanishing from these shipwrecks. A marine archaeologist, Jim Hansen, said the plundering problem isn't just a Swedish problem, it's a Baltic Sea problem. And because of the sea's low salinity and comparatively shallow average depth of just 55 metres, it's become a museum of shipwrecks that are now quite easily accessible by scuba divers. And they have since teamed up with the Coast Guard and police to better protect the wrecks. Um, authorities are keen to show that shipwreck looting is taken very seriously. And in September, four Swedish men aged between 57 and 70 were given suspended sentences and three of them community service for multiple cases of gross antiquities violations uh, after they were caught with 100 items looted from shipwrecks. Among the objects found in their possession were a 17th century iron cannon and clay mugs uh, it's quite hard to uh, to explain that so hopefully with enough coast guard presence around the shipwrecks basically scaring uh, looters away and enough of their um, uh, like inspections just to double check that things are still where they left them uh, because yeah then they noticed that the um, this cannon had gone missing and then huh, these guys have actually have it in their possession uh, that's quite an easy one for them but um, yeah hopefully that will uh, start to reduce and just leave the, the leave the shipwrecks alone um, having a look online anything new and interesting that uh, that piqued my interest uh, i did see that on scuba.com they have uh, what seems to be a new brand for them space fish um and they have or space fish army i can't really tell um they they basically make rash vests but really funky rash vests but everything from um like leggings to headbands and uh, like socks and things but really bright vibrant uh, colors which are just kind of cool so yeah if, if you're in the market for um a new rash vest or uh, a new funky design then um yeah check out scuba.com and uh, and space fish army um yeah they've got all sorts of really bright designs and other uh, like patterned designs that's about it as far as news stories um but whilst i am talking about vibrant colors um this week i've been working on a video breaking down different colors and which ones are better in like certain environments uh someone was asking online i think the name was um at mcq and they were basically asking yeah which colors are, are better and it is it's always an ongoing conversation with uh, with scuba divers about like what color equipment you should go for um so I figured I'd uh, I'd make a, a video about it, and I think that's coming out this Saturday. Um, so uh, so yeah, if you're listening to this on Saturday or uh, or Sunday, or basically after Saturday at three o'clock um, GMT, uh, yeah, that video will be, will be going live. Um, and yeah, it's quite interesting because it's it's kind of the only or one of the only sports where it really affects. Uh, your your color choice of uh, of equipment because as as we all know red disappears within the first like five meters of diving underwater um and whilst i was researching this just to make sure that uh, i was getting all of the uh, the sort of the colors right 
it was quite interesting to learn about fluorescent colors and how fluorescent colors actually work and they work by absorbing a um, a shorter wavelength of light like your uh, your blues and greens uh, so they absorb that light but then they reflect back longer wavelengths so um, so the blues and greens appear more yellowish and that's why they're a bit more brighter and vivid and I was I was looking at lots of people who've done videos and they've taken like pen lids down um, uh, of like all these different colors and you can see how they change at, at certain depths and uh, and yeah the 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 vibrant fluorescent colors really do stand out better um and yeah it was quite interesting to um uh, to sort of like revisit because as much as you go diving and people wear all sorts of different colors and you see how they change underwater uh it's quite interesting to see them like side by side if that makes sense uh, i think the general consensus is like your yellows and yellow orange green are really the uh, the brightest and they they stand out the, the best underwater white is okay but it does turn blue quite readily and in a sea of blue it does kind of disappear but also it's a real pain to keep clean the um, anywhere underwater in the oceans in the seas in the rivers and whatnot uh, they're they're quite grubby places so trying to keep your white dive equipment white is quite hard um red red is a surface color uh it's great when you're on the surface but yeah below five meters useless uh orange is pretty good yellow is a little bit better green is surprisingly good or at least a luminous like bright green is good the the like dull green obviously just blends into the background so um but it's it can be seen from a further distance, or at least it doesn't get absorbed in the water uh, quite as readily as yellow. Uh, blue, blue is tricky because it's always going to remain blue. But yeah, similar to white in a sea of blue, it just it's a bit more blue. Um, and then then once you get into like the purples, purple gets really tough too to see because that again turns or looks blue and uh, sort of quite easily. But pink. Uh, especially your your vibrant pink that you see on a lot of like DSMBs and uh, and fins nowadays, fluorescent pink is deceptively effective and um, does stand out quite well. Uh, regular pink, you know, like sort of baby pink or something, uh, that does disappear quite readily. It's similar to red, so it turns like a brownish color. But if it's a proper fluorescent pink, yeah, actually looking at um some of the pictures and videos um it's uh, it does stand out fairly well so um i've been working on that mainly otherwise uh i'm working on a video for the maldives uh which is quite interesting learning about the uh, the, the maldives and different dive sites around there um otherwise I think that's mainly been my focus. I did a whole bunch of Ask Marks last week and uh, and kind of crunched through them, but to um, I, I haven't edited them, so I've, I've been mainly working on this uh, this color and the um, uh, and the Maldives video so far. But yeah, racing through the week um, so much so that you kind of you turn around and you're like, oh, truth, I've got to do the podcast. Um, I, I haven't really looked at any news stories yet, um, and I haven't seen any new dive equipment. I don't think there's... I think we're still waiting on a few more TechLine equipments coming in for test to um, to check them out. 
we're um, we're testing a few of their bits and bobs just to uh, sort of see what they're like. They're um, they're definitely a, um, a brand to keep your eye on. I'm seeing a lot more of them on uh, on social media, which is interesting. But yeah, that's what I've been working on this week. Uh, so yeah, remember to head over to the uh, to the YouTube channel if you're listening to this elsewhere. Um, head over to our website scubadivermag.com and uh, and yeah, check out our our YouTube channel and subscribe if you're not subscribed. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, everybody, and of course, safe diving.